Let's get. Let's get down and dirty. Okay. All right. So be be fairly loud. That way. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> All right. What is up, everybody? This is the podcast that we were trying to do, and it's probably, been a process. It's probably unsuccessful. Uh, if you're hearing this right now, this is just our first podcast. It's mostly just a test, right? That, yeah, that's what it is right now. Hopefully it uh, gets better as we go forward. Yeah, we have the stuff. I'm not even sure if it's working yet. We've been trying to get it to work, um, but we're going to have to have somebody come help us set it up. So the quality probably doesn't sound nearly as good as it could at the moment, uh, but bear with us. So trigger warning, this is white crid and this is my co-host i'm brown matt yes indeed uh brown matt he is a mexican i am mexican um very very mexican as you could tell uh, you can't see my skin but it's very brown <laughs> someday maybe you'll be able to see his skin hopefully maybe but you know that truly depends on if we, we ever make money which we probably won't <laughs> i'm not even looking to that i just want to start a podcast it would be fun <laughs> Big facts. Yeah. Big facts. And we paid, we paid money. quite a bit of money for this. Yes, to get this stuff set up, and I'm not even sure if it's working yet. So, <laughs> there's no backing out now. There is no backing out, <laughs> because at this point, I'd be pissed off at myself if we stopped. For sure, for sure. So, this is we're going to call this podcast Both Sides of the Wall. It's okay. I approve this. It's <laughs> I am Mexican. It's got the brown stamp of approval right, right there. Well, that's that sounded like trash. It's okay. It's, it's supposed Boom. to signif- signify a stamp. If I had my face, I would just stamp that. All right, right, right. Um, yeah, we're both Trump supporters. That's why we're putting a trigger warning here, because if you are not on the left, you should listen to this, because we want to we wanna make a good podcast for conservative Christian people. Even not if you even, are on the left, still. Exactly. Uh, so I was about to say that. Even if you are on the left, you know, come hang out. It's going to be a fun fun process trying to get anything to work properly because I am impaired when it comes to anything audio. So just listen to us try to, you know, actually do things and it not work out at all. Exactly. So welcome to both sides of the wall. For the eighth time. And that is that is our intro. Oh man, that's beautiful. Alright. Cue intro music. No? Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, we like I said, we we actually did buy like a, a pretty decent podcast system. We have microphones. We're not entirely sure if they are working or not because we can't tell. I I really can't tell the difference. Uh, my I guess I, I just recently bought this laptop as well, and if this is going through the microphone. Uh, on my laptop, then that laptop was the best investment I've ever made for 80 bucks. Amen to that, brother. Uh, I got it, and it was specifically meant for this podcast, but honestly, I could game on it if I want to, and mm-hmm. it was 80 bucks, so worth it. I paid $1,200 for mine. And it yours was, has no storage. It has no storage. I'm actually running out of space where I can't even update my stuff anymore. That is a big problem. That's big problem. probably why you couldn't update Amen. your internet drivers. Yeah, the time. I, yeah, I need to get that fixed real quick. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, what what the whole point of this first episode <laughs> is trying to let you understand who we are, what we believe, and why we believe it. Exactly. Um. So, we're one of those few millennials 
that are actually... What do you even consider yourself a millennial? Well, I mean, not in not maturity sense yeah. and mindset, but biologically, yes, we are millennials. I don't know. The millennials stretch out to like the 80s. Well, sure, but I don't know. Would we be considered? Yes, because Gen Z started in 2007, I believe. Seven? Is that what they finally verdicted? I believe. Let me... I could look this up really quick. Verdicted a word? Who? Verdicted. I mean, yeah, you probably say came to a verdict. Well, sure, but verdicted is... I don't think verdicted is a word. But that would be... We're going to make it a word. Okay, I understand. Verdicted. It's not a word. I didn't think it was a word. Son of a sea biscuit. You know, I honestly didn't either. I just wanted to say it anyways. Back to what we were saying. Gen Z is actually born between 1995 and 2015. So technically we're Gen Z. We're not even millennials. There we go. Yeah. Anyways, um, what was the question? I already forgot. Oh, what do you believe in? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, like, what, what's your political stance? Where, where do you fall on the uh, on the balance of good and evil? So, uh, <laughs> evil. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I I consider myself. I, I don't like self defining myself at all. But if I were to, is that just, your political stance? Yes, that's I. <laughs> I hate self identification. Anyways, but um, I consider myself a conservative libertarian, and I say libertarian very loosely, sure, because there are a lot of libertarians nowadays that are more center left mm-hmm. and that's not really me I, I I cling to the fact that libertarianism is basically more self-liberty yeah. than it is a lot of what it is today so I say libertarian very loosely so I like to say I'm a conservative libertarian mm-hmm. um, I do hold a lot of conservative values but and I, I'm <laughs> all for small government not like no government I'm not an anarchist yeah but more small government, but at the same time, I want a lot more freedom that I believe we should have than what we do hold now. Sure. Uh, I consider myself a conservative, obviously, a, a Christian first, mm. Uh, mm. a federalist conservative. Right. Uh, you know. Define federalist for people. So, federalism, it's like the philosophy that uh, the government power should be uh, split between states. Mm. Um, it shouldn't be centralized at one specific, you know, big overarching power source, you know, the centralization right. of government. Which but, is, but to clarify, we do mean, because federalism, for those of you that are actually going to look it up, mm-hmm. it does say states unite under one central government. Yes. Yes and no. Yes. Um, it's the power is split between the states, but we are all under one government. Correct. So that's what I believe, and that's what I think we are also straying further and further away from. A republic. Exactly. Uh, Not a democracy. Hey, big facts. Uh, So, yeah, I I, I would say that, and then, then I, you know, a Christian is, honestly, in my opinion, I think, you know, obviously there's a separation between church and state, Mm -hmm. but... There has to be. Also, from my point of view... Uh, you know, I mean, there was literally an entire book about, you know, how to, li- how, how to, how to set up a government mm-hmm. in the Bible. And so it, it explains fairly easily, you know, how we're supposed to handle our money, uh, how, you know, everything like it's supposed to be. So, so I base, I base my political views off of my Christianity. Okay. So that was actually my question. Would you say that you base a lot of your political, political views off of? Your faith. Yes, because as a Christian, it leads me to be conservative morally because I, you know, I try to live according to the scripture. And I believe that, you know, 
if fiscally I'm, I, I, I look at conservatism the same way as I would uh, how the scripture d- defines how you're supposed to live, mm. you know, morals, etc. Et uh, scripture tells us how to manage our personal money. And we learn from God's instructions to Israel that the rich are not to be taxed more than the poor, but the rich have a responsibility to help the poor. Correct. I can totally agree with and that. And that, that is a big thing right now in, in our government, in our nation, because, you know, everyone wants the rich to be taxed so much more than the poor. Right. That the rich people should have a want to help, to help poor people, people not Absolutely. a need, not a you have to do this. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, but going back to what you were saying earlier, I'd have to I think that's where we differ a little bit because I really don't I mean I base I don't base all of my political views on the Bible. I mean sure. of course there are some that I have to but when talking to people who, you know, don't believe in Christianity and all sure. that good stuff, I don't relate to the Bible at all during Absolutely. those times because if they don't believe the, in the Bible in the first place, there's no point in doing because you're not gonna change anybody's exactly. mind. Which is why of course me personally, that's why I base you know, my my political position based off of my faith, sure. Uh, I believe anyone who is a Christian should look for that first. But also, just morally, I feel like I would lean to the right anyways. Right. And I was also going to say that the New Testament gives example of how to help poor people and widows while also teaching that those capable of working must not, or must work or not eat. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you have to work. Otherwise, you're not going to eat. So that's why, you know, there are people who rely on the government for everything. And I don't believe that that should be a thing. And I understand help, which, of course, should be where the rich people come in. I don't believe that everything should be put onto the government because that's when the government starts to take control of everything. Right. That's just how I see it. I could be... It is late. Let me remind you guys this. It's pretty late right now, and my brain shuts off around 9 o'clock, so I'm having a lot of trouble. If it is hard to, to say. follow our train of thought, don't worry. It's hard for us, too. Yes. Um, big big facts. You might have to listen to this a little bit. Or don't. Just leave now. Yeah, Goodbye. I mean, you could. That, would be, <laughs> that might honestly be better for you, but if you continue on, I would like to warn you. This might get a little <laughs> yeah. bit worse. Um, um, but, yeah, I mean, and, and, and from there... Uh, Specifically, based off my faith and my political opinions, uh, it leads to, you know, me being pro-life, you know, rather than, you know, pro-choice, and also proper view of sexuality, marriage, etc., all that that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, So that's that's why I stand on this side, Um, just because I think morally I align better with it. I'd like to say that we don't, we don't believe that since we're Christians that we believe that we're better than everybody. Oh, no. I, in fact, uh, am not. So Right. I mean, I would have to agree. I just want to just disclaim yeah, that. He would have to agree that I am not. The big, yeah. And he would have to agree that I am not either. Not even close. So let's let's dive into more deep political views. Um, I would say we both heavily agree with the First Amendment. That we very both. Sure. That both of us v- v- very heavily agree with the point of freedom of speech and not just the freedom of speech the freedom of religion freedom of the press freedom to assemble absolutely peacefully peacefully Mm -hmm. peacefully mind you um hate speech laws not a fan of because hate speech doesn't exist in america technically hate speech is what we are doing now 
Correct. Because hate speech is literally just anything the left disagrees with. Mm. That is what hate speech is because it is not defined anywhere. There is no definite because I believe hate speech does not exist in America whatsoever. Absolutely. I agree with that. Other parts in the world, sure, because that's what they have defined. Sure. They have it actually defined. But here, no such thing as hate speech. Because we have the freedom of speech. Correct. And that's a big problem right now as we're seeing with like – let's look at – uh, Steven Crowder. Correct. Uh, on YouTube. Also, PragerU on mm-hmm. YouTube. They actually just went to court. Right. Uh, with YouTube and Google. Um, Another big example, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. His ne- Netflix special. Yeah. Which I got to say, 10 out of 10 would recommend. It was fantastic. It was so funny and it was great. It was so offensive, but at the same time, it was so fantastic. Yes. But of course, as a conservative, I can take offensive things. Correct. Correct. So it makes everything more enjoyable with life. I recommend you try it. I find offensiveness actually very funny. Yes. Um, the only reason it's offensive is if you take it offensively. Other than that, it's just jokes and hilariousness. Yeah, and I I agree with that. So, diving more, freedom of religion, perfectly fine with it. Sure. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're Hindu, Buddhist, whatever. Politically speaking. I Politically speaking. Obviously, as my Christian faith, you know, it is – scripturally, it's our job to, you know, not – there's a difference between judging and informing, and I think a lot of people get that incorrect, you mm. know, because I can sit here and inform you that I think that you are living a dangerous lifestyle mm. if you are believing in something other than what I believe. Of course, they could do the same to me, Correct. you know, and that's why we have the freedom of speech and the freedom of religion, because we should be able to talk about this, but Christianity is being censored everywhere right now. Yeah, a lot of people want to say that Muslims are really oppressed at the moment. Absolutely. But honestly, not compared to Christians. And not yet. And that's just not coming from our faith. If you actually do the research behind this, there are so many Christians being oppressed every single Absolutely day. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, look at a. I, I couldn't give you a specific area because I didn't read the entire article, but I, I saw an article the other day that people, I mean, specifically Christians are being targeted in the Middle East. Right, but uh, at this moment. I mean, that's been going on. Right, that's more pretty common much knowledge forever. right now, yeah. But recently there's been like a huge influx in how many influx? That's a word. That's a word. Did I use it correct? I can't even think straight. <laughs> I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure you used it right. Anyways, there's been a big jump in how many people are being slaughtered at the moment. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and it's it's kind of crazy to look at uh, freedom of the press. I mean, this is why this is why I have my co-host here. It's a, I can't think. So. It's uh, I'm trying to keep everything on track here yeah. so we don't sidetrack a lot. But freedom of the press is a very um, it's a very sensitive topic nowadays sure. because sure. you have things like Fox News, which is very conservative, and you have MSNBC and CNN that is very mm-hmm. liberal. I hate all of it. You know, I I really don't even watch Fox. I don't watch. I I very. Rarely listen to Fox. Hell, I even li- I, I probably watch CNN and MSNBC more than I do Fox. I I do too, and the reason the reason I do is because you know I get I get a lot of my news from you know just relative you know here's what's going on in the world type sources. Right. And then I personally I like to listen to Ben Shapiro and Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder because he's funny. Ben Shapiro because right. he's very. He's very blunt. Uh, intelligent and knowledgeable yeah. of any situation going on right now. Right. Um, and then I go to CNN because I think that I, I absolutely agree with this. Both of them actually promote this, that you should really start listening to what the left is also pushing out because then you can compare 
you know, news sources. You know, like if Fox were to put out that some dude stabbed somebody and it was because of an agenda, uh, you know, maybe CNN will just say that they stabbed somebody. So there's like a baseline of what's true and then you can pick what's opinion and what's not. And I think that that is the freedom of press that we're skimming over right now. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I absolutely agree that you should be able to have news sources that, you know, are specifically to one side or the other because it's freedom of press. Correct. The issue is, is that none of them identify as opinions. They all say everything is fact. Like right. Donald Trump is a Russian spy or whatever, you know, right. collusion, right. Uh, you know, all this kind of stuff that the left pushes propaganda uh, is freedom of press. They just don't do it correctly. Right. Because they, they should be saying it's opinion, but they don't at all. Correct. And I, I think the same with, uh, with Fox. A lot of time. A lot of the times Fox is very supportive of Trump and exactly. everything that he does. Yeah. And, I, I will say I'm that not I, even supportive of everything that Trump does. Right, you know? right. I, I do support him in a lot of things that we have yes. nowadays. I'm very fond of the way that he talks. Absolutely. Um, his his tweets sometimes can go over the line, not very. <laughs> yes. But honestly, though, I think that's what kind of makes it better is because we finally have a president that isn't a lot afraid to say what he exactly. thinks. And I think a, a lot of the time right now. It kind of seems like if it weren't for him, a lot of the stuff that's actually going on, going on, like doesn't get out. Right. You know. Right. But of course, anytime that he says anything, it's all twisted and racist, and homophobic, xenophobic, exactly, exactly, um, like, bigot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. That that's why I have a hard time watching things like CNN and MSNBC, because all they do is leftist propaganda. It's very painful to get through. I will I will agree. Yeah. But I just I, I I think that it is very beneficial for anybody to to on the right specifically to watch CNN and, and MSNBC. Listen and to just, the other side of the story. Exactly. Come to your own conclusions. Politics exactly. is all about going to your own opinion, and that's why we have freedom of speech so that we can talk about it. The right. issue is that right now the left doesn't want to talk about anything. They just want to suppress any voice that has a different opinion, and that's where hate speech comes in, which is not defined anywhere, which is why I define it as anything that they disagree with. Correct. Um, okay, so now let's talk about freedom of assembly. Peacefully. Peacefully, mind you. The peacefully is a very, very delicate and important word there. Sure. Because... Uh, Hell, even now Antifa. We right. have Antifa that they assemble, and that's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine up until the point where they start actually acting upon what they want to do. Which is exactly what they – at this point, you know, like, here, here's, another, here's another thing. Uh, you know, look at Steven Crowder. He, what, he did a video about him infiltrating Antifa, you right. know. Right. And they specifically anticipated that they were going to start attacking people. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to. Because to them, that's their type, that's their protesting. Right. Which is not constitutionally correct. Now, let, let's look what happened in, uh, where was it? Uh, uh, Portland. Portland. I can't remember. I, I can't remember for the life of me what they were I called. Didn't, I didn't, like, look this up. I'm just talking off of my own, you know, thoughts and stuff. Correct. Uh, that other group uh, was there. Uh, basically, from what I have been told, 
a lot of them were there to defend people against Antifa because they were attacking random people on the street. Right. Even people that weren't on the right were being attacked on the street in Portland. Mm-hmm. And what happened after that is that everybody in Antifa was, you know, I think a few of them might have been fined like some of the people with hammers that were trying to attack people in buses and that were destroying the windows of those buses that people were on. Right. I think a few of them might have been fined. The issue is is that people that were there solely defending themselves are being put in prison right now. There is a court case that's going on, and it does not look good. It looks like they might get up to 10 years in prison just right. for defending themselves. Which is perfectly fine with me, honestly. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Who are we talking about here? The, the people defending themselves? The people defending oh, themselves. Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I was like... I'd like to retract <laughs> that. <I'm out>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the people with hammers. Um, no, those people are getting fined. They're, they're not right. in much trouble. Right, I got you. That, at, at least from everything that I have been reading, and I've been trying to keep up pretty pretty heavily with the Portland stuff right, right. now. Right, um, but you have to understand the, the mayor of Portland is very, very left-leaning. Absolutely. Um, he's going to... Is it a he or she? I don't know if it's a he or a she. I think... I thought it was a he. I could. I, th- I thought it was a she, honestly. But anyways, he or she, don't really care. I know that they're a very left-leaning mayor, so they're not really going to do anything to suppress Antifa at all. Which, sure. If, if Antifa was just a peaceful protest, perfectly fine with it. Yeah, absolutely. It was perfectly fine with me. Now, the fact that they dress themselves up in all black and that they wear masks, hide their identity, and then go out attacking people, that's where it gets over the line. It's funny. It's ironic because they are the fascists. Amen. <laughs> that is literally the definition of fascism. Yeah. Or at least not the whole definition. Not the whole definition, yeah. But it's, it's one segment of fascism. It's, it's, it's crazy how backwards everything is. Amen. You know, especially, like, let's look at, you know... How, never mind. I don't want to say that, actually, so never mind. Let's, okay. Let's keep going. All right. So um, back to what you were saying, defending ourselves. That's a good segue into the Second Amendment. I am very, very pro-Second Amendment. Absolutely. And I probably some people would define me as having very kind of extreme views on the Second Amendment. Okay. Um, I'm all for defending yourself. I'm all for having uh, the right to bear arms, right? Even yes. if it is the right of the people or, you know, a well-regulated militia, you know, that's all fine, you know. Yeah. The uh, the. A well-regulated militia is the people because we don't have militias. It is us, right? Uh So I'm very pro-Second Amendment, and where my extreme views come into play is that, um, I I don't know, I heard this from somewhere, and it just kind of clicked with me, and it kind of made sense to me, but I say this very loosely, um, that we should be able to have the same weapons as the military does. Sure. And that's where we had. That's where I start to get into a little bit of extreme views, because then people are like, "Well, you just are you fine with a civilian having an F twenty two fighter jet?" And to a point, yes, I am, because if all we have are guns, and you know, and the government and the military has all these tanks and all these fighter jets, you know, AC one thirties and all this, you know, all these things like that. Sure, I'm perfectly fine with civilian having it, but a little bit to that, it's got to be a little bit regulated. Because I'm perfectly fine with them having a fighter jet, but at the same time, it can't just be in their backyard. Yeah. I want it to be, you know, like in a hangar somewhere, like on their own little strip or, you know, if it's on a private-owned little piece of land or whatever, perfectly fine with that. Now, it might contradict it a little bit because I said it needs to be a little bit regulated and that it can't just be in their backyard because we still have the right to bear arms. Sure. But, you know, that's where I have my extreme views. Yeah. Now, I mean... On one hand, 
I don't think I would go that far personally because I mean I think that there are things that I mean obviously the military already has a lot of stuff that we don't have right but right. there uh, you know I don't know if I could agree with you that you know I would allow somebody to have that mm-hmm. uh, just because you know what if those people go absolutely crazy right you know what I mean right because you know, then there's just no stopping them Correct. You know, they would actually have to call in specialties to get that person out of the sky. Correct. You know, uh, now I understand where you're coming from. I definitely do. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think I could agree that far. No, I understand. I, That's I absolutely, fine. any gun, I absolutely agree with because first of all, you start putting any regulations on guns, you start putting uh, even these red flag laws, like we've already seen it. People are getting their guns taken away unjustifiably just because mm-hmm. somebody next door didn't like them. Right. We've already seen it. There was four cases last year that that happened. Mm. Um, and on paper, red flag laws could be great. The issue is, is that they come from a place of well-meaning. They, they, they do mean well, Yes, but the way in execution is just not where it needs exactly. to be. Which is why I think that we need we need to sit down. This, this is one of those things that I think that, you know, the states need to come together and decide, you know, well, also I agree that, you know, states should be able to determine their own stuff. Right. Granted, I don't think that they should ever be allowed to just take away guns, you know, unjustifiably like that. Like, hey, my neighbor's dog took a poop on my yard and he didn't clean it up <laughs> i want his gun gone because he's insane you know how dare him uh so i don't think i don't think it should go to that extent you know any sort of gun confiscation i absolutely disagree with unless right. they are mentally proven to be unstable or if they've committed a crime that and they have too. rightfully given up their rights or willfully given that up their rights. that of course is already in place or Correct. can be right just i i I don't see the story. I don't see any article because I, I tried looking up that. Like they are laws. I don't see any stories of that. You know, it's like some dude commits a crime that you know, had, like some dude murders somebody. Mm. You never see. You know, his gun was con- his guns were confiscated after this. After when he was put in jail, uh, he might be able to get out after ten years. You know, but he will never be able to have a gun again. You never see that anywhere. Mm. You know. So I can't verify if anyone's actually complying to that anymore. Right. You know, I think that we should definitely. That's one of the things that was put there on purpose, you know, and I agree with. So back to, you know, the Second Amendment, what we're talking about here as as a, a compliance with uh, gun control. Uh, it also rolls into a gun registry. Yes. Which we do not have in the United States. does not exist. Yeah. Um, Texas does not itself have its own gun registry. Oh, by the way, we're from Texas. I don't know if we ever mentioned that. I was not going to mention that. Oh, but honestly. we're here. I'm proud. I'm proud to be from Texas. This is why we're calling it both sides of the border, or the wall. Dang it! The <laughs> <laughs> Texas has its own law where we're not required to have a registry, and I'm all for that. You can register your gun, which I do not recommend. Yeah. Um, I do not. Like gun registries, gun registries lead to gun control. Gun control leads to gun confiscation. Gun confiscation leads to civil war. Sure, um, absolutely. Now, there are a lot of people that ask me, you know, 
but your gun or gun registry will help you lose your gun or will help you find your gun if you lost if you lose it or, or if it gets stolen. stolen. But here, here's a problem I have with that. First off, the government knows what kind of gun you have. Exactly. And the Second Amendment was written after we had fought a revolutionary war against a tyrannical government. George Washington and the founding fathers knew they be- knew they could become tyrants themselves when they were writing this Constitution. They wrote the Second Amendment so that we could defend ourselves in the event that a tyrannical government came rising up again mm-hmm. and, you know, we could actually fight for ourselves. The problem... Hmm. I lost my train of thought. I see what you're saying. You're, you're saying, like, if they were to... It, it could end up being exactly like how Hitler... Correct. Because, you know, I, I believe that inevitably gun control is coming. Right. And we need to be able to defend ourselves from the fact that they are going to try to take our guns and take over. I think it gun control would be later than sooner. Oh, sure. But um, we're, we're not in a position right now where anybody who isn't crazy would just be like, hey, here's my gun. I don't want it anymore. Right. You know, uh, eventually, though, we're going to be there because, I mean, look at, you know, back in, let's see, Hitler took over, uh, took power in 1933. I, I uh, think it was... I don't know if it was 1933. It may have been I'm 36. Pretty sure it was 33. I know it was in the 30s, for sure. I'm pretty sure it was 33, but uh, by the... I think it was 1938. That's when they started... 39. And that... <laughs> Let me finish here. <laughs> they started to enact on socialism, and that's when they started confiscating guns. Now, at that time, they already had gun registry, so they knew exactly where every gun was. Right, And if you didn't give up all your guns, they knew that you didn't give up all your guns because they knew how many you had bought unless you had, like, bought it on the black market somehow, even though it was back in the 40s, you know. Right. Uh, so the issue is, is that once we start registering guns, their, their excuse is, hey, you know, this will help you find it if it gets lost. Now, the issue the, – or, or stolen. The issue with that – is that if someone were to pick up that gun, they would have to register it again for you to actually find it. There is no chance that it would help you get it back. And then on the opposite side of that coin, or you know, the parallel to that, I guess, if somebody were to pick it up and shoot somebody with it, you could potentially be held accountable because you were the one that lost that gun and Correct. it's under your name. Correct. So that's my issue with gun registry. And you and I talked about this before. That's we why. have, yeah. Uh, we both have the same views on it. Right. Uh, anyways, what's next? I don't know. Uh, that's probably our, – our heavy things are the First and Second Amendment. I would have to agree. Yeah. Um, Let's go all the way to the 14th. All right. Beautiful. Let me uh, – Define Let it. me look up the 14th <laughs> Amendment. Because if, <laughs> if I'm honest with myself, uh, man, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it, I'm sure I'll know it as soon as I see it yeah, but at here, the time I just don't know it off the top of my head <laughs> ah all person alright <laughs> all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and the state wherein they reside no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States nor shall any state deprive any person of life liberty or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal prediction of the laws. We're getting into uh, 
the border situation with this? I, I was starting to. I just didn't know what section to look at. Okay. So there's four different sections to this. And I think it's there probably are five. There should be five. There is five. I'm but section one is what relates to the border Sin. border crisis, I guess you could sure. say. People born in the USA are naturalized, are naturalized born citizens. Yeah. Now, let's get into the topic of illegal immigrants. Let me def- Alrighty, time for me to get racist. <laughs> I don't actually know how I was going to segue that anymore because I lost it. I got you. I understand. Anyway, but anyways, what I would like to say is that if you came over the border without going through a checkpoint, without applying for a visa, or without going through citizenship, you are not a, American. Absolutely, I agree because by constitutional law, you are not. You do not belong here, and I'm sorry if that hurts people's feelings but you do not belong here i also couldn't care if it hurt people's feelings you know here's my thing i i could absolutely agree that i have i have sympathy for these people who are trying to get out of hardships oh of course of course and i believe that there should be a a a way that we can help better uh but you know ice facilities are now concentration camps according to aoc Mm, so mm, of course those can't help uh here, here's my big thing. I, I watched, uh, I watched a show uh, over the weekend. Uh, Thirteen Reasons Why, season three. I have not seen any of those. On, if I'm honest, so I won't, I won't really spoil anything. So, uh, potential spoiler warning right here. If you haven't seen it, I'd go ahead and skip maybe um, five minutes or so. Uh, a character in the show, I won't name him. Uh, his family was deported. Uh, fairly early on in the season and uh, or maybe it was like halfway through and it, it kind of spread out you know he was pissed and he's trying to get the kids because the kids were separated from the parents and all that kind of stuff and Oof. I thought that it was a pretty decent representation of how how it happens you know I think that if you come here illegally you cannot be upset when they find out and they deport you mm-hmm. okay Come here, do the process. Like, like I saw a tweet the other day uh, from some uh, random person, I think. I don't know if it was random or not, to be honest. But uh, somebody had, had stated, you know, uh, my parents worked really hard, you know, for 10 years or something like that to get here, you know, and did the process or something like that. And I think they said it was like 10 years long. Hmm. Granted, that's a long time, and I agree that it should probably, probably be, be a little shorter. Yeah, uh, because people are still trying to get out of hardships. Right, I understand why it's long. Sure, and that's why there are temporary visas. Absolutely, I agree. Um, the uh, the issue. <laughs> uh, they said that, and someone just responded. You know, and they were like, you know, so. We really shouldn't even have the border, you know. Like, this shouldn't even be a thing. Ah, the open border case. And uh, somebody responded with, this should be, you know, anybody who crosses illegally is just disrespecting the people that worked really hard to get here, you know. Now, I also have been pointed out that I am a complete asshole Mm. uh, because I was born here. I had the absolutely God-given... Uh, privilege of being born here, so I don't have to worry about that. As have I. As have I. But 
I can uphold to the law that was made here, you know? Like, I absolutely disagree with someone coming over here illegally, and mm-hmm. you can't get pissed off at me for mm-hmm. being a little upset when it's completely against the law. Because, right. you know, if you can break the law, why can't I? Mm-hmm. You know? If you think that it's okay that you can break the law and get in without, you know, following what we have set up as a, our great nation that you so desperately want to get here, you know, if you can break the law, why shouldn't everybody else be able to? Right. You know, anyways, what do you think? Um, so the, the, this issue has become very, I guess you could say, it's not even really personal. It's just that people take my race and, you know, my opinions convey to people that I'm very racist to my own race. Which make Mexicans great again. Exactly. Exactly. Follow me, uh, make Mexicans great again on Instagram. Anyways, uh, I've been called a white wannabe, uh, a Mexican hater, hater of brown people. I don't, I don't hate anybody of color. I make jokes. Some of them may be a little bit racist. That's what makes them funny, if I'm honest. Sure. But I, and there are a lot of arguments that say, well, illegal immigrants do the work that nobody else in this country wants to do. Which, to a certain extent, is very true. I mean, Americans nowadays are very lazy. Sure. But if they, but Americans nowadays, if they really needed to get on their feet, if they really wanted to support their family, they'll do the jobs that nobody else wants to do. Agreed. I've seen plenty of white people. I've seen plenty of Mexicans, and I've seen plenty of brown or black people in this con- in this you know country in this state that don't like the jobs that they're doing, but they do it because they have to to f- support their family or support themselves. Because they'd rather not be homeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, when push comes to shove, people will do what's necessary to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that may make me a terrible person for believing. I don't know. Um, I I don't hate Mexicans. I really don't. I mean, my whole family is Mexican. I'm Mexican. The, the point I'm trying to make here is that just go through the process. The process. The, it's a long process, but it's worth it in the end. Sure. It, uh, it's very uh, fulfilling to be able to say, I went through the process. I'm now a um, United States American citizen. I'm part of the greatest country in the world, which I, very, which I believe very strongly. I do believe once you are a citizen, you are a citizen of the greatest country in the world that has ever existed. Um, we, we are a great nation because of the work that we want to do. We're a great nation because we built it up. Mm-hmm. And there are so many people that want to come over to this country, which is great. I'm all for immigrants. I'm all for making a better life for yourself. I'm just not for doing it the wrong way. I really don't think I'm asking for much. Just don't do it the wrong way. Sure. But that that that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. May have been a little mixed up in there because I kind of kept going off of a, kept going on sidetracks, but... If I feel you were like able to follow that until we until we start getting a ground basis mm-hmm. of this podcast and probably start just in general getting better at doing this because we've never we've never actually sat down and just like sat here and talked about what we think right you know? so I feel like maybe once we get better we'll probably end up being able to actually stay on topic because that is very difficult for me especially at this moment in time. Because I am very tired. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, so here, here's. It's also a little bit difficult because we're kind of just doing this off the top of our heads. We don't really exactly. have a topic <laughs> list. We we were kind of going to make one, and then we tried to start the podcast, and everything went to crap. Uh, 
and I don't even know if this is recording off of these microphones or not. Now, I could be completely wrong. I kind of hope I am. I really hope you are, too. But nevertheless, if we're not, the audio actually sounded pretty good through the uh, laptop uh, mic. <laughs> if it was even the laptop mic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There could be, like, some external, you know, FBI microphone that we're being picked up on, and that's what's recording. Right. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Anyway, so let's get back onto a good topic. America! <laughs> <laughs> Segway. Uh and it, I don't have a segue, so I just did that. Just did that because it's America. Yeah, the greatest country ever. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, we're also very patriotic. Very, very. Uh, he and I, that's all we ever talk about at this point. Like, you know, it, when we were in high school, I f- we, did we even really talk in high school? Like, we never really sat down and talked. You and about I. About our political views, not at all. Not really even just about that. Like, we never talked about anything. We were just always, you know, having a good time cracking jokes. Right, because then again, we were in high school. We really I, didn't have that much influence sure, on anything. Sure. Uh, once we got out of high school, he and I really picked up on the fact that both of us are very political people and I, patriotic. I, I really wasn't even that political during high school. It's just after I graduated, I really had a lot of time on my hands after work. And it just, current news just really interested me in what was going on and who was who was what and mm-hmm. you know all that good stuff um it just it was really interesting to me and no one no one in my family is really even political um i have a lot of differences with my own family i i have a f- family member that's liberal that i talk to all the time yeah um I, you know, I even have some differences with my own parents you know sure. with my my own immediate immediate family uh so i don't know where it came from but I became very political after I graduated high school because, you know, I started thinking to myself, hell, I can, I can actually make a difference now that I'm 18. Sure, because, you, well, for one, you can vote. Correct. For two. Also, I'd like to point out that if you do vote, it is the greatest thing you could do as an American citizen is your obligation to, to live in this country. Sure. I actually know, I actually know, I know a lot of people, uh, specifically one in my work who recently just told me, like, you know, they have absolutely nothing to do with politics. They don't vote anything like that. And I mean, it's just like, I, you know, personally, I, uh, my own selfish opinion is that if you're going to vote or you need to vote, and if you're going to vote, you need to vote one of the primary candidacies. But even if you don't want to vote for one of them, which is your God-given, American-given right to not have to vote for either one of those because you can also do write-ups. You can vote third party, which I would honestly never recommend. I don't think there has ever been a good third party president. Jill Stein. Jill Stein was pretty fantastic. Really? <laughs> no, no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I was about to. I was about to. <laughs> anyways, uh, just as an American citizen, I think it, you are absolutely obligated to get out there and vote. I think that it is your duty to put some say into what happens with our country. Right. I can disagree with you because if you vote for Bernie Sanders, you are absolutely retarded. Mm. And that is my opinion. Mm-hmm. But if you vote, it's your God-given right to. And we're, you know? it's a fantastic thing to disagree. That's what politics is all about. Sure. Absolutely. Politics is... We're, we want to head in the same direction. The only thing is that we differ on how to get there. Sure. We all want to make this country better. We all want to go to the grand total of where we can all agree that America is the greatest country in the world. I can argue that, honestly. But I think 
that how we differ is how we get there. Um, I think that a lot of people on the left, uh, specifically, you know, the party leaders, they just or some of the candidates, the, the more radical ones. Mm. I don't think they care about America. I don't think that they give any craps about it. And this is, of course, of my opinion. So opinion. Listen or don't, I don't care. <laughs> it, this is my opinion. This is what I believe. I believe that most of the people, especially radicals on the left, they do not care about you. They care about your vote because they have a political agenda they're trying to push, which is their right to. The issue is that they also don't care about America. They care about gaining more power. Mm-hmm. And they will do by any means necessary to get there. You know, um, that, that also l- look up the history. Because, you know, there's that old saying, if history is ignored, it's bound to repeat itself. Sure. A lot of what's going on nowadays is a lot of what used to happen back before World War II. Sure. There is, a, I, I can't, you know, quote it specifically, and I don't want to, because I, I don't want to mislead anybody or tell anybody wrong information, but the Nazi party was a national socialist political party. Can, can I, can I stir off for just one second go for it i hate i absolutely hate when people argue with me you know oh no the the nazi party they were just a nationalist group no they were a national nationalist socialist. socialist it's in the name correct first of all second of all if they were just nationalists like to some extent it's relatively patriotic right some things right so if they were just nat- nationalists like that's pretty extreme, you right. know, literally mass murdering a whole bunch of Jews. Anyways, go ahead and continue. So, man, I just, so, socialism is not what is going to get this country going forward. It's going to set this country back before, or even worse, before the Civil War. Sure. It will, we will start literally lining up at bread lines. We will start literally losing money. The middle class will disappear. Yes. Um. And the rich will get richer. Yep. And the poor will get poor. That's how socialism works. Yep. They take money, and it it just it goes in a downward spiral to where there is no recovery until we get somebody else in office. Um, which at that point I don't know if it's even recoverable. It couldn't not only not be recoverable, but I feel like once socialism is implemented, I feel like a lot of people will just be okay with just about anything. You know, right. like people will start saying, "Hey, this is going to fix America. Let us do this." And uh, at that point, be, we'll be so desperate that we're going to want to. And, you know, socialism, uh, uh, so, you know, points in socialism could potentially also lead to gun confiscation. Obviously, right. I mean, look at the Nazi Party, you know, that's socialism. One of the socialism. Right. Those, one of the plot points of socialism is uh, gun confiscation. The government will take care of you. Exactly. That, the government that's will protect you. Yeah. So. Socialism leads into communism. Absolutely. And I don't know if I'll take any rebuke for this, but communism on paper sounds fantastic. Communism on paper, everybody's equal. Everybody gets the same amount of stuff. Sure. Everybody doesn't so, have to work as so hard. So does socialism. Socialism on paper sounds fantastic, but it's that's, execution. The people that's there are, the trick. There are so many bad and greedy people out there that's never going to be enough Absolutely. for them. It's like a lot of the things that uh, people are pushing right now for the, for the 2020 uh, presidential election, a lot of things like socialism 
are basically based off the honor system. Like, scout's honor, I ain't going to take your money. In fact, I'm going to give you some of mine. You know, That ain't going to happen. They're going to take all of your money. Not just a little bit of it. They are going to take all of it. And if that is their goal. If anybody had uh, watched the uh, Democratic debates, which was very, very painful to get through. That, I, I disagree. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I sat there with popcorn. I, I am not kidding you. I had a blast. I, was, I sat there <laughs> with a Dr. Pepper and a bag of buttered popcorn. And I just sat there just watching, just laughing, mostly just laughing. But it was very interesting. It was it was very interesting. It, in my view, it was very painful to get through because these are the these are the faces of our country now. Yes, but, that that is also okay. I'll, I'll let you continue, and then I have some. But to that back to the Democratic uh, debates. There, there was this one question, and it asked if we were if they were okay with a seventy percent marginal tax rate on income. Um, but not one Democrat chose to actually answer whether or not they were supportive of it mm-hmm. and that raises a lot of flags if you're not going to come out and say no I'm not going to tax you 70% which I'm not even sure if 70% is the right number I just know it's a very high number it's probably more it may, it, may, it may full well be so take that with a grain of salt because I don't know what the actual number is off the top of my head but taxes okay yeah it, also a little bit of a side side note here. Okay. I, I do believe that taxation is theft. Sure. Um, I don't I don't really know how to word this without coming off as a bad person, but I just I feel like everything, if not everything, mostly everything should be privatized. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, uh, uh, to certain extents, I can absolutely agree with that because uh, I went to a private school basically literally my entire life. But my parents still had to pay public school taxes. Yeah. Even though I wasn't benefiting from public school, uh-huh. we still had to pay that tax. We still have to pay the welfare tax. I'm not even sure if there is a welfare tax. I'm just kind of – our taxpayer money goes to welfare and mm-hmm. Medicaid and Medicare and all that good stuff. Um, I feel like if you're not benefiting from it, you shouldn't have to pay towards it. Sure. That's where my libertarian kind of view comes into play, um, I think. But, that, of, of course, that's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anyways, uh, let me kind of stir off topic a little bit back to what you said about the, the the radicals being the face of our country right now. Right. It's a very scary thought. And I see I see a lot of people uh, – I mean to an extent, yes, I agree with this. Uh, keep pushing it. You know, the, the – uh, I think that it was a very good play for Trump to have pushed the, the – uh, Retard court. I mean the uh, the squad <laughs> to the front line of the the Democratic Party, right? Because in the long run, sure, it might lead to more Republican presidencies. Because after this election, I guarantee you, the radicals are going to be basically the only ones there. You know, but I, in in speaking on that on radicalism, I I believe that the that radicals represent a very small portion of the Democratic Party itself. Sure. But sure. the the media and everybody has just blown it just up to where it it's like so the, it's, it's the entire p- political party, which is just not true at all. And that's why, you know, people think, you know, OK, so polls are doctored, you know, any way that they want to make it look, they can make it look based off of question phrasing, uh, you know, where they take the polls. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of them are taken at colleges where a lot of them are a lot of colleges are liberal. 
it's because, and it's because people don't have to think to be a liberal; they have to think to be a conservative. Right. Which I saw somebody I saw somebody try to make the argument that you don't have to think to be a liberal, or I mean, you you have to think to be a liberal. You don't have to think to be a conservative. Right. And a lot of people are a lot dumber when they're on the right. And I have to absolutely disagree with you so tremendously mm. because right now the person that I would most like to see in political spheres other than just his podcast is Ben Shapiro. That's one of the smartest men I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. Right. You know. Anyways, that's a little bit more off topic. But look, you know, in in, in the future, you know, the media pushes the radicals right now. Right. I actually don't know why because the the heads of the Democratic Party are pissed off at this. And they they're verbal about it, but they're too afraid to just be like, "Ah, oh, don't vote for them. Vote for vote for Biden because they're going to be wrecked if they do that." Also Biden's going crazy. That that too. He's kind of going senile. Uh, I, I did predict that he would be the primary uh, elect, electorate, but now I'm, and now I that he's going know. crazy. I think it might be Warren. It's either going to be Warren or Sanders at this point. I think Biden's yeah. on a slow downfall. Sure, I agree with that because he he just he loses. He it. keeps going crazy. Um, anyways, uh, in the future, you know, especially with the the media's already taken the narrative that the, the the radicals are the face of the party. That's what they have been pushing. That's what they're going to continue to push. That is the scary thought for me because sure, keep pushing that, you know, keep making them the the head, uh, keep keep getting those people to the primaries, uh, because in the long run it could mean that, uh, you know, Donald Trump will be reelected, right, or you know somebody else in the future will be elected that I agree with that Republicans agree with, right. with, um, but that also means that when the Republicans lose. The crazies are in charge, mm-hmm. which inevitably that is going to happen someday. And it's not really even a, a fight between Republican and Democrat anymore. It's really, if you think about it, it's just between moral most goodness, I guess you can say, and total anarchy. Sure. And by anarchy, I mean total government control, which is basically the opposite of what I said. But <laughs> <laughs> chaos, exactly. It's, it's total chaos. It's total government control that you are told what you're going to do, and you are told how you're going to live your life. Yeah. All we're trying to do right now is just keep the peace. Let's talk about that for a second. What is the you know when we're saying the words, people think of anarchy as chaos. Right. You know what I mean. So. I guess I just don't know the actual definitions behind, you know, obviously anarchy is, you know, no government. That's a right. political standpoint. But what is it, what does the word itself mean? I can. Anarchy. I search, can, uh, search that up for me. I got Matt. you. Uh, so anarchy, just in its basic uh, dictionary definitions, a state of disorder due to absence or non-recognition of authority or it can mean absence of government and absolute freedom of the individual regarded as a political ideal. So at face value, absolute freedom of the individual of the, yeah. sounds fantastic, um, which is great. But we have to set rules. Yeah, I Anarch- mean that that's biblical, and I mean obviously, probably most people. If this ever picks up, most people watching are going to be, you know, right wing conservative people. 
a lot of them are likely not going to be Christians. You don't have to listen to my Christian views. I am going to say them, though, so don't get mad at me when you get upset. Okay? Right. He'll probably integrate a little bit more biblical stuff into what's going on nowadays. I'll try not to do as much, just to balance it out a little bit. I feel like we could... You know, kind of, we're kind of getting off topic here. We're about to wrap this up uh, for our first episode. It's been a little bit. So if you've made it this long, I applaud you, good sir. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like if you made it further into the episode, I kind of became more lively because I started to actually wake up because right. I almost fell asleep at work today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never done that before, but I almost did. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, I feel like we could probably do segments. Right. You know, like where you talk about one specific thing and I'm not even there to – you know, rebuttal. You just talk. Right. I feel like I could do that too. You know, I feel like if I were to do that, I probably, you know, lean more to the Christian, you know, Hey, here's the timestamp. Skip to this. You know, if you don't want to listen to my Christian views, you know, I feel like we could do it like that. If you wanted to do that. I mean, that, that could be our own. I mean, we could even do our own episodes on where sure. Neither. I mean, we just have our own little rants by ourselves. Sure. Um, which is going to be a little bit difficult because I've never really just talked by myself to myself without <laughs> yeah. anybody else to have a conversation with. But I have, and that's because I used to be a gaming YouTuber. Everyone can go check out my <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, hopefully that's not plugged. But I hope to God no one ever finds that. <laughs> I'm not going to delete it. But if it ever gets brought up in like a conversation, like I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be like running for some political office. And people are going to be like, so you said. You said that you uh, do some awful things uh, to your cousin. Now, is that still true? Because I know this was a couple years ago, but, you know, people don't change. I'd have to be like, I remember that joke. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess in wrapping up, we, we just did this first episode just to, just to give you all a basis of who we are. Why, what we believe and why we believe it. And why we are doing this podcast. Uh, We're not doing this. Do we even have a reason? We just want to be able to sit down and talk. We want our voices heard. I don't care by who. I really don't. It's not like I feel like my political opinion or my uh, choices in life are going to affect anybody else. But I I feel like I talk a lot, Mm -hmm. uh, except for when I'm tired, Mm -hmm. uh, which you could probably tell more in the beginning of this. I was really trying to pick up speed and how I was speaking, but I couldn't. Right. Uh, I talk a lot. Um, and anybody who knows me in real life knows that that's true. Uh, so I've, I just, I, I've always wanted to do a podcast and I have several variations of different podcasts. In fact, when we were in school, me, Wei Chin and, and Nathan, we used to do a podcast like uh, nearing the end of school. Mm. That actually was a lot of fun. A lot of good discussion uh, between the three of us. Plus, uh, we had one episode with a, with a guest, uh, and then we could never do it again because we never had anybody who would cooperate. Right. Uh, so we gave up, and I <laughs> I didn't want to do it over Discord because Wei Chin's internet was just absolute garbage. And if you ever feel like you want to talk to us, you I mean, you're more than welcome to join us on an episode. I mean, we we are more than happy to have. We're more than happy to have any kind of discussion with anybody, whether it be you agree with us or you disagree with us. I mean, disagreeing with us is actually better. Sure. Because it opens up more thought. I'm not going to close myself off to you. I'm not going to just tell you you're wrong 100% of the time. I might tell you you're wrong, but I'll give you reasons as to why you're wrong. Yeah. And I will back it up with factual evidence. I will also say this. If you're expecting to listen to us, uh, you know, for... 
it, you know, this is the first episode. We plan to record a couple of different episodes uh, before we really start doing a, a week by week thing, so mm. that we can uh, start a criteria for, uh, you know, following the guidelines for for uh, what were we uh, iTunes iTunes or Spotify. Uh, either one of those. We're going to we're gonna start uploading it there because I feel like it's a lot easier to listen to audio on a podcast service rather than on YouTube. I mm-hmm. don't know why, but I also see why people would do, you know, think that. Right. You know what I mean? Because if you go to YouTube, you expect a video. Right. I don't have the capability of doing that right now. I mean, technically, I probably could, but I don't want to work that hard mm-hmm. uh, because this is already extremely difficult for me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, again, I don't know if these microphones are even working. <laughs> so we're going to be surprised if we have just talked for an hour and six minutes and our audio sounds like... <laughs> God, I would hate my life. <laughs> uh, 300 bucks down the drain. <laughs> uh, oh. I feel like we should also have seg- segments where we're just like chilling. You know, I don't, oh, don't want to always talk about politics because let's talk about today. There were some sh- that's political. I was about to say some more political stuff anyways. I like to play video games. I don't know about you guys. I don't play much, but I do. Actually, me and Matt, we're like three years old. We play Roblox. Amen. Because it's free. It, it is very free, and I have very limited space on my computer. That, that I don't, but it's free. <laughs> it's free. Let's do a gaming podcast. Oh, God, no. Have, that's, that's maybe a little bit I would bit never, ever do that. Okay? I used to, yeah, honestly... To get into my actual past, uh, we're going to wrap up here in just a minute because I'd prefer not to go over an hour and 30 minutes because uh, I do still have to edit a little bit mm. and I'm going to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I need to make enough time to tie the news. Anyway, uh, the. <laughs> I heard, just register what you said in my mind. <laughs> Back when I was little, I was. I was very for becoming a gaming YouTuber. That was my goal in life. Right. And I also That's every know, 12-year-old's dream. I was homeschooled, so I had a lot more time than people. Uh-huh. I have somewhere up in like 500 videos, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's like 300, I don't know. I think you have 500 subscribers. That's that's probably it. I'm I'm a big YouTuber guy. <laughs> uh, I think I think to an extent it gave me something to do. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, because at that time, I really didn't have any friends. I was stuck at home doing nothing until church on Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings. Uh, and I was in a low point at that time, which, you know, every 12-year-old is self-diagnosed with depression. Hey, man. But That's the cool thing to do. Also, nowadays. at the same time, I literally had no friends, so I feel like I'm a little bit more justified in saying that I was depressed, although I, I wasn't depressed. You're still a wuss. But I, I did YouTube. I did a lot of Lego animations, which those are I'm, – I'm actually proud of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But the the videos that I made, it was like, hello, guys, and I had like that lisp. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I, I just – you know, it took me a long time to get rid of my lisp. Yep. I used to have a very bad lisp. Even into eighth grade, I had a little bit of a lisp. Um, and I stumble over my words a lot. You will probably hear that a lot in podcasts. Amen. Amen. Uh, what? Supposed to be my side. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, yes. No, I mean, no. He doesn't do that at all. Um, anyway, so what? Friend. What was your childhood like? Oh, my childhood. It was. Uh, just, I grew up in a Christian. All right. Nobody school. cares. Okay, anyway, so fantastic. <laughs> Anyways. All, all right. right. Um. 
I hope y'all all enjoyed this video. Or not video. This God, is a you were messing up everywhere. I know, man. It's just a mess. <laughs> I don't actually know how I'm gonna upload this. It's probably just going to be a blank screen on YouTube as a test run. It is 11:07 at night. This is why we're struggling is it really? here at the end. It is. I want to sleep. We we started this at eight o'clock, eight thirty. I'm Jesus sorry. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, you're you're very right. Uh, because we had so much difficulty just starting the this crap up. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to uh, go to bed. So. I want to go to bed too. I hope you enjoyed. Eventually, it's going to be a lot better, so don't, uh, don't. <laughs> uh, stay Please tuned. don't hate on us. I mean, we're, we're really trying our hardest here. Look, if you don't agree with us, feel free to comment. I couldn't give a crap about your opinion, uh, but I will definitely listen and rebuttal. <laughs> Okay, I promise, you know, <laughs> any comments in the comment section below. All right, give us a five-star rating on iTunes whenever we get there. We are not on there yet, but someday, uh, and we are going to continue this. I honestly am seeing right now that my audio is shifted to the right. So if you are hearing me better in one ear than the other, I am so sorry. <laughs> uh, right now, like I said, this is basically just a test run. We're just, we're, you know, we're explaining what we're doing. Uh, you know, what we believe in. Uh, it's going to get more mature than this. I can also promise you that because we're going to have, you know, specifically, you know, things to talk about eventually we'll have a train of thought to follow we will have we will have specific criterias okay it's not gonna all <laughs> not be just, just like, rambling hey, like idiots so the second amendment and the 14th you know uh if you disagree with us feel free to to message us on instagram i am at christianity as a hole uh if I, I, <laughs> maybe i should change that should probably change that i am a i'm at make Mexicans great again, that that is a little bit on the wordplay of make America great again. Really? And yes, it is a little bit. Wow. It's it's a a lot of people take it as to where I don't believe that Mexicans were ever great for some reason. It's hey, just it's just funny to me. That's why I made they it. They mow the best lawns. Amen, dude. Have you ever seen me mow a lawn, bro? Have you ever seen me? No, you're awful. I, yeah, you're white. White men don't mow hey, lawns. Listen. White men don't mow lawns. I beg to dare. I have had to mow my lawn for years. <laughs> okay. That's because you're too poor to afford a Mexican. Afford a Mexican. I used to make bank. Okay. I used to make 30 bucks every day. I'm sorry. I doubted you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're not going to let you suffer through this anymore. Uh, this has been Both Sides of the Wall. Both Sides of the Wall. What is our plan for when? Like when? Like Tuesdays? Because I feel like we might have a couple of days of delay. We're, we plan to record every every Sunday. Every Sunday. Right? Every Sunday. Uh, and then upload whenever uh, we get those. You know, not only every Tuesday or Wednesday, we should have something else up. Yeah, because it, I don't know how long the the you know pending process takes for to upload podcasts. It shouldn't be more than a day or two. So. I honestly have no idea. Well, I, uh, neither one of us know because we... <laughs> oh, right, of course. <laughs> I haven't even tried to put it on iTunes yet. So, anyways, we appreciate the listen. Uh, if you made it this far, I apologize yet again. Uh, this I'm has so, been... I'm so sorry. White Crid. And Brown and Matt. My co-host. Would you let me finish? 